This is a WKYT podcast. Good Friday afternoon and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, things in between. I'm Brian Milan, Dave Baker. We have got one of the most power packed sports weekends. Come on, let's go. Sports weeks of the year and also some bad news, some interesting news <sighs> that we've received over the last hour or so. Uh, but let's get to yes. basketball first. UK, U of L, that is the game. Everybody wants to know about, talk about, can't wait for because it's the first time in a long time these two teams, Louisville comes in with a real chance to Sure. Win. Is it just me, though, because the guy with the floppy hair, that Jurich guy, and, and the Patino guy. Didn't take you long. The, no, no, that they aren't there anymore. I mean, I mean it doesn't seem like yeah. the, 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 the visceral emotion is there as it has been. I mean, it's going to be a great game. And for Kentucky fans that have longed for a great game in Rupp Arena, they're going to have that. So the atmosphere is going to be electric. But it just doesn't seem to me, maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's Christmas week, it just doesn't seem to be as toxic to me, and that's a good thing. Well, it's, you know, for years it was Denny Crum and Joe B. Hall, and then it became Rick Pitino who moved in with Tubby and then Calipari and, and whatnot. So it, it seems like there is not the hatred because right. Chris Mack stays out of the stays out of the way. I want to coach my team. Love me some Chris Mack. He don't take good, he don't guy. take no stuff from Mick Cronin. <laughs> And that's a that's a that's a big one in my book. Yeah, the X man who goes to Louisville. So, but I mean, he's a, he's a really good coach. Done a nice job Certainly. with his team. Certainly, uh, we're going to take your questions, comments on Facebook Live if I can make sure this thing works properly. Um, but let's talk about the ball game. Yep. Kentucky has lost two in a row. They went to Las Vegas and did not get it done against Utah, did not get it done against Ohio State. Mm -hmm. And now you've got a Louisville team, which has been ranked number one. Oh, yeah, Kentucky's been ranked number one. Neither team handled it well. Right. And both teams may be searching for themselves a little bit. A little bit. I haven't had time to look and see. I bet Chris Bailey will know. See if he knows this question. Any idea what the spread is? <laughs> I, any idea what the, spread, the spread is? See, I knew he'd know. I, I haven't had a chance to look yet, but whatever the spread is, if you're doing anything for entertainment purposes, <laughs> I would go with the under because both of these teams here recently have had trouble putting the ball in the basket. And, yeah, they have. And, and, and here's the thing, and this worries you from a Kentucky standpoint, as poorly as they've been shooting, Correct. Louisville comes in third in the nation in field goal percentage defense. And, I mean, they have just been locking people up in every field goal percentage category. They play that pack line defense. Yep. And, you know, they're not going to take chances out front. And as the name suggests, they're going to pack it in and make you hit outside shots. When they ran into Texas Tech up in the garden, a future UK opponent, uh, that happened. And Texas Tech got hot and got the tempo going a little bit. And that took Louisville from the ranks of number one. So what about Kentucky, though? We've seen Kentucky pass the ball so well. And Cal brags on how well this team passes, uh, how well they get along on the court. And then all of a sudden, it goes away. And right. the passing is not there. The outside shooting, other than the Lamar game, when they were, I think, hit 10 threes, right. Kentucky has been eh, average to below average from outside. Johnny Juzang was brought in to be the guy. Yeah. He's two for 18, 19, two for 20, December. something like that. Um, Ashton Hagens has improved, but is still not that elite shooter. Emmanuel quickly has not done it. If not for Nate Sestina against Ohio State, I'm afraid to see what that score would have been. You know, I think Hagan's had, I was just looking at the Louisville and Kentucky notes before I came down. I think Hagan's had 11 last year. Mm -hmm. Quickly had like two points. Uh, E.J. Montgomery had a couple of points. And I mean, that, that's kind of it. Th there certainly has been some inconsistency. And that happens when you have a young team. And that's not an excuse. That's just what it is. But I think 
based on what John Calipari himself told us before the season began, there has been more inconsistency yeah. than I think fans and those of us in the media have expected. I don't think this is unrealistic expectations. And you were over there at, at Cal's deal. I was upstairs watching it on the feed and doing some other stuff. You know, he's, he's a master at taking pressure off his team sure. and saying, hey, this is me. I haven't done a good enough job. And then at the end of the answer, he gets right around to, but at some point in time, you got to win. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't fight for you, I think is what I heard him say today. And as he has said, demonstrated performance will get you the confidence. Yes. You could talk about it all day long. We hear players in every sport say, hey, we are going to be this and we're going to be that. This and as Bill Parcells would say, your record says you are who you are. You, you, you are, are who you your record says you are, right? And your stats are what your stats are Correct. most of the time. And so, but but you know, Louisville in this game, Kentucky in this game, over the last, well, let's just bring it in from the Patino era. Okay, it has been a dogfight. It's been a back alley brawl. It has been muddied water. I forget who said it. it's been a rock fight. It is what it's been. been. It has been. I mean, from. DeMarcus Cousins going on that floor. Oh, that was great. And having to have Doug Shiles pull him off somebody. <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's what this game is all about. And that, to me, sure, there have been great players, but that, to me, is the reason Kentucky is 10-2 and two against Louisville under Cal, and they have not lost to the Cardinals here at Rupp Arena. And those two wins by Louisville by a total of six points. Three, right. three points and three points. And one of those was, was, was with one of UK, uh, UK's worst teams. Under Calipari, also the sure, NIT absolutely, ball and then Donovan Mitchell had the great game for yeah. Louisville, and so yeah. you know. But but I think this this game is about you know, people talk about execution. This this game is about aggressiveness. It's going and, to be and, tight, and it's about being physical. And early on, whoever dictates that part of the game, yeah. I think is going to have a big leg up. I think it's going to be interesting to see how it's officiated because you know, as Nate Sestina said earlier today in the one-on-one -on -one interviews, he said it's going to be chippy. It's a it's a national rival here. The whole country is going to be focused on Lexington for two and a half hours on Saturday afternoon. And for a team which Calipari has said needs to fight, needs to fight. I mean, he said it so much. Right. I mean, at some point it's got to sink in. Kentucky has got to get physical in the post and they have to rebound. And Ohio State, I mean, you want to talk about hitting the heavy bag. Ohio State Ooh. was going body shot, right, body right, right, shot. Right, right. And you know Louisville's going to do the same thing. Yeah, How will UK respond to that? And, and, and that's the way Chris Mack's teams always have kind of been. I mean, yeah. they haven't been big brutes. But who's that guy, uh, 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 Stainman or whoever he was? Remember the guy that had the glasses? He looked like one of the Hanson brothers a couple of years ago. <laughs> and he was like their enforcer. And, I mean, that guy could shoot from outside. And they, they called him the Stain Train. I forget what his last name was. But, I mean, this guy could play from outside. He'd go in there and rough it up. He'd use his five fouls. Yeah. And, and, and nobody should go out and fight. But, I, I mean, has, has there been an official that separated a Kentucky player from anybody yet this year? Not this year, Nobody's no. gotten warned about a hard foul or anything yeah. like that. I mean, you got to go out and put your sword in the ground. Yeah, Kitty Payne, I was right next to the bench of the Ohio State game, and one of the players, and I want to say it was Nick, came back and said, I just, he said, you've got to hit that guy. Now, he doesn't mean physically right. punch him in the mouth, but you've got to get physical. It's got to be your basketball, and if Kentucky is to win, they've got to get the balls around the rim that are dancing mm -hmm. around the Cedric Jenkins tip-in from right. 87. Right. They've got to be in the area to give themselves a chance to at least get an outside shot. It's going to be about uh, defense. It's going to be about putting the ball in the hole for UK. Mm -hmm. How will 
you can defend against a team known for defense. For, so. for, for people that don't know, you, you played collegiate baseball and played Allegedly. it well. Allegedly. Stop it, stop it. And there were certain games and certain teams that you went into the matchup. Oh, yeah. And you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And the first time somebody looked at you. Austin P. I have not <laughs> forgotten it. I've got the scar on the inside of the ankle to prove it. Don't wake me up, man. Still got. I, I mean, right? Yeah. I, I mean, this is one of those kind of games. Again, nothing dirty. But, I mean, this is the kind of game where you got to go out. And, and whether you're an 18-year-old kid or not, this is a man's game. Yeah. On a man's stage. This is big boy basketball right here. And, 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 and Cal, everybody trusts. I get that. I'm all good with that. But at some point in time, somebody has just got to come through with one of those games Man. and everybody says, where has this guy been? I've just gone into a 20-second fog thinking of Nate Manning taking me out at second base, and I'd take the ball and jab it right in his gut. You've got me going now, man. Did either one of you get? Did either one of you get ejected? No. But See, I, that's the but point. I got the bat going. Though. But that's the, the that's the point. It got everybody in the dugout going and everything. Man, I hated Austin P. Still, stop it. Stop. Still it. struggle with those guys. Stop. Anyway, also let's let's make a uh, who do you think wins? Score. I, I think it's going to be mid 60s. I think, 60s, I think it's 60s. an incredibly low-scoring game. I really do. Uh, it was 58-50 that one year when right, Willie right. Cauley got the dunk and Montrezl Harrell, I think, flopped and you know. Chris Bailey. Chris Bailey would also know this what the odds are, but I'd be shocked if Doug Shows wasn't one of those guys that's calling the game tomorrow. This Quick is a whistle. this whistle. is a Doug Chow's kind of game though. You know, you got that physical presence and everything. I mean, <laughs> I just I just think I think Kentucky wins in a low-scoring game. But but I'm I am telling you, if if they do not, and when I say physical, it's not just bodying somebody up yeah. or not giving up a free layup. But you got to be willing to go in the lane and draw some contact and get to the rim because Mac and those guys they will be more than content until you knock down about five or six in a row, yeah. which nobody's done but Cestina and Tyrese Maxey against Michigan State. They will just let you shoot and shoot and shoot. So if you just spot up and shoot and you're not hitting, it could turn into something nasty. Yeah, Louisville needs to keep Kentucky off the free throw line if they want a chance to to win. Kentucky hitting nearly 80 percent on the season, even though struggled against Ohio and, and State. It, and to speak to that, against Ohio State, they were outshot at the free throw yeah, line for the lot, first time this year, a, a bunch, because they didn't take it in there at them. Let's talk about football yes, quickly. Sir. Belk Bowl coming up, UK, Virginia Tech. First time these two have met since 1987 at Old Commonwealth Stadium with Jerry Claiborne beating one of his schools, 14-7. to Right. And, uh, Bud Foster, the defensive coordinator. It's, isn't it interesting? You know the D coordinator much more than the head coach of Vitek. Well, by, he's been there 30 years. He's been there 30 years, and, of course, everybody still associates Virginia Tech with Frank no Beaver, doubt. No who doubt. went there from Murray State and just retired a few years ago and is loving life and, uh, and, and enjoying things. But, but, yeah, I mean, you know, they had to come with a new coach. I think Bud Foster is one of those guys. I don't know that he wanted that head coaching job. He's like a career defensive coordinator. And he loves what he's doing, and he's one of the best in the game. Well, some people are better being the co-pilot than the pilot, exactly and there's nothing wrong with that. And, and you need both of them to fly the plane, right? Yeah, right. and it's, it's been a couple of weeks, obviously, since UK beat U of L, three, four weeks, whatever it's been. I've always concerned how a team begins a game. I've always thought for a bowl game, offense has the advantage because hey, we could put in a month worth of new plays the defense is not seeing. Unless you've got a wide receiver playing quarterback. <laughs> well, but, you know, Eddie Grant has said we're going to do yeah. things. Good I'm point. Not, I'm going to bet that Eddie All Grant. All right, let's go talk about something else. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm going to bet he didn't waste a lot of time putting it in place. No, but you know, we <laughs> haven't seen a lot of reverses. We haven't seen a lot no, of no, flea flickers. No. We haven't seen a lot of stuff no. out of U out of UK. But what do you do against a veteran guy? Vatek's going to be ready to go because yep. this is Foster's last game. They yep. want to send him out a winner. Sure. If Kentucky wins, the seniors will set a new four-year record. For How about wins. that? Isn't How that about something? That, that is something. The 1953 class had 31 wins. That's amazing to, to think about. The thing I think that is so interesting about this, and again, I, I hope a common theme doesn't emerge, but if you're one of those people that care, uh, occasionally wagers a shekel, I've always <laughs> said that in college football bowl games, it's the team that wants to be there the right. most. That's true. That's true. Look at yesterday. Oh. Louisiana Tech had no business being in the game with a Miami team that scored 50 against Louisville, right? Oh. And you saw what happened. The interesting thing to me is I think Virginia Tech and Kentucky both want to be in this game. I think it's going to be a heck of a football game. Every one of Kentucky's bowl games here in recent history been a really good game, and I think we're going to see another really good game in the Belk Bowl. You know, and I just don't understand why a player wouldn't want to be there. You get to play a right. game, some, for some, the final time. Cash Daniel, True. the final it, time he's ever going to put on a Kentucky uniform. It, it'll Lynn be Bowden. Yeah, it'll be different for some. Like, how how is Alabama going to react yeah. not being in the college football playoff for the first time ever? That one will be an interesting one to see. And and the football god smiled upon Nick Saban and put Jim Harbaugh on the other side of the field. <laughs> so that probably won't be an issue. Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> uh, want to thank uh, a lot of people who are on Facebook Come on, who's Live. on today? We've got Roosevelt, Chad, we've got Chris, Rachel says, go Cardinals. Rachel said that? Yeah, I'm not going to say, Rachel, your last name or where you're from. But, uh, yeah. We've but you can reach her at 859. <laughs> uh, yeah, that may be. Yeah, that, that's a good call. Uh, real quick, want to say thank you to Wayne Sapp, Mr. Perry County himself. Come on. A couple of years ago, I put on Facebook something that was very sentimental to me. My grandmother, who's no longer with us, used to have, you know, that old rock candy, the stuff you used to find in dishes. I put it on Facebook said, you know, I miss my grandmother for a lot of reasons, but certainly this. He drops this off today and has for the last couple of years. So Wayne Sapp, thank you so much. You've made my day. Christmas presents like and this is the most important thing to me. Not, you know, I know what you mean. Not, I your, know what you not mean. your Armani suits, the, the <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But stuff that's, like that. That's our mommy, not our money. Oh, uh, but but it obviously and and this inspired one of the great Christmas songs. Dolly Parton and Hard Candy Christmas. A, a multi-platinum winner. I, I mean, sure. seriously, but I mean, that talked about life in, in kind of like Appalachian. People didn't have a lot, but they so appreciated what they had. And ain't nothing wrong with a Hard Candy Christmas. No, and sometimes we need that reminder. Yeah, we do. And I, Wayne, thank you so much. I'm going to give you a shout out tonight on game time. Come on, as well. Wayne. But bad news. We've got to talk Looks about like this. It. Looks uh, like it. A, a, on the surface, this is not good. Deals with Walter McCarty at the University of Evansville. You were on the phone just about a half yeah. hour ago. What's the latest? Uh, the university announced earlier today that Walter was being placed on leave for a Title IX investigation. Um, that, that means it, it can mean a variety of things, but uh, the athletics director in a story in the Courier Press from over in Evansville talked about the fact that there had been some uh, off-court issues in terms of behavior. Uh, that Walter had been counseled about since he got there in March of 2018. Uh, I, I'm told that this has been kind of an ongoing thing and that uh, this latest incident, which led uh, to the uh, leave being put in place today, took place before the season began. Uh, a Title IX investigations are, are obviously very serious. They, right. they can entail everything from um, 
when the Rice guy was up at Rutgers and was throwing basketballs at players, it can uh, encompass everything from practice behavior to personal behavior off the court, everything from sexual harassment. This is according to evidence. Everything from sexual harassment to, to stalking to personal conduct about uh, how you treat uh, staffers and students. So we really don't know. They're bringing in a national law firm uh, to conduct the uh, investigation. Uh, but this is something that universities uh, shouldn't take lightly. They do not. Uh, everybody in this country is entitled to the presumption of innocence until proven guilty. But this is obviously a very serious situation for the university to take this action. And, of course, it comes during a season in which uh, Walter came in here and right. got the win over his old team. Yeah, so... So we will monitor that, obviously, because that is, at least on the surface, just doesn't sound good. It's a serious situation. Uh, yeah. There's no question it, it, it about is. it. Billy, thank you for joining us also from over in the MoCo area. MoCo? Uh, yeah. Where's I'm MoCo? Not, you know, Montgomery County. Oh, MoCo. You know, I thought it was down by Viper and Talcum and Pigeon Roost down in Perry County. No, that's Delphia and the boys. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to take Route 7. Yes. You know, in between yes. Vico Leatherwood. You know. Love Vico yeah, Leatherwood. I'll tell you what. I miss the mountains. No exchange like I Vico and Leatherwood. <laughs> <laughs> Leatherwood Wildcats, boys and girls. Come yeah. on, let's go. Um, but I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas holiday season. Keep it going. We still have the, the New Year's uh, New Year's Eve Bowl with UK and Virginia Tech. And what a way to close out 2019. It has been a wild Crazy. ride of sports and, and before, in, in all aspects. Right, and I know this is a love of yours, but let's not forget now all the great high school tournaments that are going on all over the state. The Ashland Invitational is uh, going on right now. I was talking uh, to a friend of mine who is a city slicker here who was accompanying a team down to a tournament at Belfry tonight. Oh, the schoolboy, Mountain Schoolboy Classic. Come on, right? See? I mean, seriously. I mean, but there are some great tournaments in boys and girls, and so there is just a ton of great action, a lot of opportunity to, to see kids get out there and be with each other and forget about all this other junk and That's right. just be kids and teammates. That's exactly right. And uh, one of my favorite tournaments just on the surface, just on the, the name, over in Bath County, the Dan Swartz Classic. Dangerous Dan Swartz. The old Moorhead State Eagle. Ah, just, what a guy. What a guy. Anyway, um, what if Jim Frazier were here? <laughs> Jim Frazier is still working out the kinks with social media, I, I think, but my guy, Jim. Oh, I thought you were going to say with law enforcement. <laughs> no, no, gosh. No, not as far as I know. Uh, but, convictions? Uh, no convictions. <laughs> that's exactly right. But want to say thank you to everybody who has watched. We had more than 300. We'll have a lot Did more we really? on the replay. Every time you show up, man. Stop it. it is, stop it. Yeah. It is not bad. But uh, thanks for watching. We're going to get back to work. A lot of stuff to talk about with UK and UofL. You will hear from John Calipari, mm -hmm. Chris Mack. Lee K. Howard is down in Charlotte. Mr. Belk Bowl. The first wave of everybody going down mm -hmm. to, the, to the bowl game. He left uh, early this morning. So we will have a lot of sports to talk about. And so. he'll have stuff tonight, I think, right, or tomorrow. Oh, yeah. All because weekend. there's the, no, but there's the big basketball game tonight, right? right? P.J. Yeah. Washington returns for Charlotte, and there are like six U.K. guys. Three on the Thunder, three on the Hornets. you got Diallo. You've got uh, Nerlens Noel, P.J. Washington. Um, the ex-cat Billy Donovan there on the OKC bench, right? <laughs> Back from the early days. <laughs> we have got a lot to go over. I, I, he, he still has me juiced about, about Austin, Austin P. P. Man, I tell the you Govs. What. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, thank you for watching. For Dave Baker, I'm Brian Milam. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and we will catch you a little bit later on this evening on WKYT.